0: you damn right. Hope you're having a good one. I'm Chad Hastings, joined once again by Isaiah Collier. What's up, Zay? What up, Chad? Remember, if you are looking for that all-flex team, now that it has all been announced, you can go to flxatx.com. Zay, we should probably start with the signal caller himself. Just in case anybody thought that I was picking this whole list by myself, I think the proof in the pudding is that Brayden Buchanan is is the all-flex quarterback.
1: Yeah, a lot of people had a vote, you had your vote and it got overruled. And
0: I and I and That's nothing wrong with that. No, and I totally understand the argument. Uh one of the things we tried to battle with is do you wait for a season to play all the way out or do you just stop at one point and vote And then, you know, so I've been trying to wait as long as we can to let games, you know, play out. What Braden Buchanan is pulling off here with Vandergriff, getting him to their first state title game. And he is a huge part of this. He's not handing the ball off 50 times a game and doing it. He threw for 400 and something yards against Cade.
1: 150 something yards. I was just praising Miles Coleman on like the tower, but Brandon Buchanan. If it wasn't for him, then who knows where the Vipers would be? He's as tough as nails, and when you think about him going to Baylor for baseball, people think, "Oh, okay, quarterback. He must be a pitcher." No, he's a freaking catcher. He is a catcher. He's a catcher. You know how tough this dude is? And he looks like the, a catcher that embraces the contact. When a guy's uh, rounding third oh. and coming home, yeah. charging full speed, he looks like he'd step right up past that plate and say, bring it on and hold on to the ball. Because I've seen him take some hits this year and initiate some hits this year. He's as tough as it gets, and he deserves to be on our all-flex team offense, first team.
0: Yeah, you were at one of their games, I believe, where where the flex guy got a great- video of him breaking about five tackles for a touchdown run? Yeah. Yeah, you were right there in that corner, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I think that was my video. I think I took oh, that, that video. That yeah. was you. Yeah. And it ended up, I I, yeah look oh, at you. Oh, my good grief. You went viral on Flex. Hey,
1: you know, I just try to do my part. How about
0: you? How about I just you? try to do Come my on. part. I'm Come a little on,
1: part of this big juggernaut that we got in Flex.
0: There you go. Congrats to Brayden Buchanan, uh, the all-Flex quarterback. We are joined in studio by a very special guest. Zay and I were both excited about this one. Too
1: excited. Because
0: uh, he- we're both into the blind side, but Zay is way into Friday Night Lights. Uh, have you seen – Hancock Yes, With, it's Will been Smith. a minute. Though. So we have both seen that, uh, but we got uh, the chance to talk to Jay Head, the actor, and we thought, well, yeah, we got to do that. He's in town, uh, in the area, visiting some family, and he's nice enough to come see us. Jay Head live in studio. Hey, How yeah, are you, yeah. sir? I'm
2: doing good, brother. How you doing?
0: Man, I am doing well. Uh, I am a little. I always have things that make me feel old. So the <laughs> fact that you are sitting in front of us as like a full grown adult is freaking me out.
2: Yeah, know. I think uh, it freaks me out anytime I think about now, you know, enough time has passed that there's now an entire generation of kids that, what movie? Nah, never heard of it. And right. they have Because they weren't, you know, they were born after. So it's, talk about feeling old. I was in junior high when I was, <laughs> I was in sixth grade. I was 12 years old filming that. And now I'm 25. I turned 26 uh, in about a week and a half. Wow. So Yeah. Dude. Has
1: any actors or actresses that you've seen lately that haven't seen you since you were little acting back then, and they've been like, "Wow, I oh can't yeah, believe it, and oh like, yeah, who like, who oh did... yeah"?
2: No, uh, Lily Collins, who played you know my sister in in Blindside, she was doing a book signing uh, in Los in L A. and I was like, "I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go." I haven't seen her in so long. I'm gonna go. You know, just say, "Hey, what's up?" And I got up there, and she. She like looked at me for a good three four (laughs) seconds, like who who's this guy? That's I I know I couldn't hide it. I had smile from ear to ear. I was so excited to see her. She thought you were a star. And then and then and then I saw it click, and she Uh went, "Oh my gosh! Like (laughs) what are you doing here?" And so it was a good time. But yeah, she for the first five seconds she was horrified. Man, that is crazy.
0: So take us back then to where I'm reading up on your on your journey, where Friday Night Lights and those episodes are really what kind of got you off the ground with everything. Talk about how old were you at that time, and what do you remember about it?
2: So at that time I was about nine. This would have been two thousand seven, two thousand eight, okay. and I was in Austin, and I'd already been, I'd in Texas in Goldthwaite, and I'd already been acting a couple years. I'd had a couple things under my belt. Um, but then I got simply because I was a Texas local, technically an Austin local because I'm an hour and a half away. Mm-hmm. They said, hey, you know, we're going to let you audition for this show for Friday Night Lights. And originally when I auditioned for it, I didn't I, I didn't even fit the character description. Again, I only got the audition because I was a local. The character was originally described as this fat kind of chubbier kid, not really into sports, didn't really <laughs> care about him. And then I showed up as a son of a coach. I'm pretty sure we had a playoff game the week before that. Uh, when I showed up to that audition and I talked, they couldn't get me to stop talking about football. And they were like, maybe we should change it to where he's like scrawny and easily to pick on. And he's like obsessed <laughs> with sports. And so that's what they did. And they switched it. And I was only supposed to be on two episodes and I ended up being on four or five.
1: Yeah, you, and, you killed it. Your name was Bill Miller? Or Bo, Bo, Bo. Bo Miller. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, I loved you in that uh, role, man. Cause yeah. you were... Tim Riggins, you were his little homie and stuff, went around with Tim, and now your mom, now, she was moving a little fast, she was moving a little fast, being with high school Tim Riggins, you're probably looking at that now as a grown man, be like, huh, that was an interesting role, but yeah. you you killed it like you do most of them.
2: I appreciate, yeah, it was a great time, that was, you know, getting to shoot in Texas is like the most amazing experience, because that's, you know, I love being on set, but I hate being away from family, so being on set near family is as good as it possibly can get.
0: And where was, so, for for the people that don't know for Friday Night Lights, are you filming that? That's right here, it's in Austin, it's, it's all, in Austin, all around Austin. Okay. They
2: shoot like in all the suburbs out there. Yeah, so. that's
0: very cool. Jay Head joining us here in studio. So, then the Friday Night Lights opportunity for you, um, then that ultimately gets you the Hancock gig. Is that true? Correct. Okay, so
2: Pete Berg directs Friday Night Lights, right. And I do. I work with him on Friday Night Lights for those first few episodes. And then that following summer, while I'm in Los Angeles, I get a call. Hey, uh, remember that Pete from Friday Night Lights, he wants you to audition for his new movie. And that's the weirdest audition I've ever been to to, my, and to this day. Because, you know, usually you get the script. You let you know you got two, sl- two scenes you got to prepare. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. I prepared these two scenes and I'm ready to go. We walk in. The first thing he says is throw that script in the trash. We don't need it and i immediately was i was 10 years old i was like oh here we go <laughs> wow and, yeah and so he immediately just goes i'm a superhero make me like you go and that's it and i just went okay and started talking and trying to make him laugh and oh. everything and i left and about a month later i thought i thought i blew it like cuz we didn't hear anything for like a month right and then i was back home and got a call and they said hey you need to you need to get ready to go to la you got you start shooting in july so, no.
1: so, even as a ten-year-old, did you see the Will Smith anger that oh. he had on Chris Rock? You didn't see that, <laughs>
2: honestly. That's no. a little kid. No, I did. <laughs> Let me tell you, Will. The, the way I describe Will to people, I say exactly like you see him on Fresh Prince. That's that's Will. That's the Will I knew, and that's the Will, and I think that's who he is. I think the whole Chris Rock thing. I think he was. I think he had some stuff going on upstairs that yeah. he was dealing with, but you know, as we all do. But yeah, he. He's he's just as good as advertised. He's so funny. And he's just, you he, he, you can't help but want to be near him. It's so weird. He just has a gravity to him.
0: So in that movie, Will Smith, uh, Jason Bateman's in that movie. Charlize Theron mm-hmm. is in that movie as well. Being nine to ten years old, like I'd be starstruck with them today. Right. But you are a, at what point... Do you remember thinking, "All right, I've got to be cool. I've got to be able to deal with it. like at age nine. Are you are you able to deal with like being around big time actors, or did you get a little starstruck? How'd you do it?
2: I, I, somehow, I don't know how I was able to keep it keep it cool. My mom, on the other hand, completely blew it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first time we met Will, we were sitting in the office. It was right after I'd booked it, and we're sitting in a room kind of like this. We're sitting up against the wall on the couch, waiting for. We're just talking, and then the door, you know, opens, and that could be anybody in the world, and it's Will Smith comes in and My mom went (laughs) right in the, (laughs) and I was like, uh, there's our first impression. There we go. And so, and I was, I I don't know how, I think it was kind of more of just, I I was so shocked. I became numb. So I just stood up and, hey, how you doing? I'm Jay. It's it's, it's an honor to meet you, sir. And, you know, somehow I was able to keep it cool, but. Yeah, she did not at all.
1: So your mom, she was a teacher and your pops, he was a high school football yeah. coach. How did you get into acting as a kid growing up in a small town?
2: Well, it's so I was, I was, it's, it's a, I got to go back to the beginning because I was born with a heart condition uh, called hypoplastic left heart syndrome. Hmm. Uh, so what that is, is pe- kids that are born with that, they're either born parts of their heart are underdeveloped or not there at all. For me, when I was born, my aorta, the big, you know, the loop that goes over, mm-hmm. was the size of a string. So it was useless. So I had to have uh, supposed to be three open heart surgeries. I ended up having to have four uh, by the mm-hmm. time I was four and a half. And so the doctors were like, okay, due to his condition, we can't recommend him play sports. It's not safe. Well, my dad's a coach, my mom's a teacher. My brother, by the time he was out of high school, was a three three sport all state athlete four years in a row and then you can't play and so my parents knew you know he needs something he needs something that he can he it's his world his realm that he can you know dominate in and i always had the personality i love talking to people and i love i do imitations on tv when i was a kid i would stand up and sing i always wanted to give the prayer at thanksgiving you know Mm -hmm. i mean that was i was who i was as a kid Mm -hmm. and so it was perfect so i got sent to to dallas and went to an acting search thing which they tell you you're not supposed to do and i don't recommend it um if you hear about one i don't recommend it because they say you know a lot of them are scams and i think that's probably true oh, wow. um but we lucked out and while i was in dallas doing this thing i met a coach and he said i think uh, i think you have real talent and i think you should come out to los angeles and and train with me and so three months later me and my dad packed up the car and drove out to los angeles for three months and we didn't know anybody or what we were doing, but we were going to figure it out. Wow. And so yeah, and the, and there we went. And the rest is history. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: Jay Head joining us in studio. Uh, check out jhead.com, the website. That's J-A-E uh, for Jay, by the way. jhead.com uh, with all the stuff that he's got going on now, from public speaking uh, to his foundation. Also, I'm being told that you're involved now in coaching actors.
2: Uh, yeah. Talk, yeah.
0: About, talk about that. When did that come about?
2: Well, so I've always, you know... I guess when you grow up as a, as a son of a coach, you kind of just learn to pick up on just coaching instincts in general. And so, you know, I've been around, I've been an actor since I was seven. I'm, so I've been on, you know, I'm 25, almost 26, but I've been in this business almost 20 years. So it's very strange. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, I, you know, I have a lot of insight and I have a lot of experience, you know, just like anything else. it's I have a lot of experience and I love sharing that, especially the kids coming up, you know, the 18, 19 year olds coming out to L.A., you know and maybe they've had an acting class maybe they studied theater a little bit but you know not much and i like getting out there cuz i feel like i can i can relate because i see the things that i went through and i didn't understand and i struggled with and i can see other people doing it and i love being able to go hey here's a trick that i learned give this a shot and then when it works it's the coolest feeling ever yeah. and so started doing that and i've you know kind of met some people that I guess agreed that I somewhat knew what I was talking about and uh so they're like you know I think you I think you should start you know helping and doing this so I got some things working on that I'm working uh with Faith Clark she's a great casting director and she's um she's brilliant that just we we've sat and talked and she just her whole method on what she wants to do is really great and it's helped me because it's a different outlook on acting that I've never looked at before and so I'm learning just as much as anybody else is. And I think that's great for everybody. That's
0: very cool. Coach's kid becomes a coach. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm
1: I'm a coach's kid too, so I could definitely relate Absolutely. to you in that aspect. It's tough. Coaches, they're different. They, It's hard for them to turn off that being a dad and being a coach. Oh, and they yeah. mix it in together. Oh, and it's a unique experience, but yeah. I want to trade it for the world. Let no. me ask you this, Jay. Going from a small town to Los Angeles, were you going back and forth, or did you move there at some sort of point?
2: No, no, no. I was, I was going back and forth my entire, uh, my entire childhood career because that, you know, they always wanted me to, you know, you should just move here. If you would move here, it would be great. Your career would do immensely better. But I have a brother who's younger than me. He's a year younger. He, he's, you know, he's Texas. Texas is all he knows. I wasn't going to do that to him, and I wasn't going to do that, you know. This this is where all my family is. I wasn't gonna do that. I wasn't gonna make my entire family sacrifice that for me. I'm willing to make that sacrifice, and that's why I left when I was 18 and I moved out myself. There, you know, but I said, you know, I'm the one bearing this. Nobody else is, and I, I like. I think I, I'm I'm happy with the way I did it because again, like, I don't I don't my I would not want my family to have to be stuck out there if they didn't need to be.
0: <laughs> that is uh, that's. That's a big. Uh, that's a mature thought for such right. a for such a young man to make. That is that is impressive. All right, let's uh, let's get to some blindside discussion because uh, Zay and I are big fans. I know a lot of people are are big fans. Uh, talk about the lead into that movie. Kind of how you got the part. How that that came about.
2: Yeah. So it's you know it's funny. They uh, you know the world is a pretty crazy place. I'll never forget. I got the audition, and as a kid, I'll be honest. I thought the auditions were like chores. I didn't. I did not like doing them. <laughs> I didn't I, I, I was I, I was totally always scream yeah literally I was like why can't they just say hey here's the role like they they gave it to Will Smith like that why can't they do it for me like, that's it's right and so that audition comes in and you know if if you're not in town where if you're not a local for whatever the project is they want you to send a self-tape so you know you get whatever camera you have I think at that time it was 2009 I think we had a flip camera that crashed two of our computers before trying to upload auditions. And I tried to get out of the audition, the self-tape, because I was sick, air quotes Uh there. (laughs) You know, it was one of those, uh 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 you know, situations. And uh, my, you know, my parents were like, no, just, you know, you don't have to go to school tomorrow, but let's get this audition done. Okay. I think I could tough it out. I think I could, I think I could, if I don't have to go to school tomorrow, I think I could pull, I think I could pull through. They knew what trade to make. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so we did the self-tape and I got called two days later and they said, hey, you know, you're going to, we want you to fly out to Atlanta and meet with the director and audition in front of them, which is great. You know, it's a callback." And so we fly out, me and my dad fly out on like a Wednesday, I think, fly out to Atlanta. I do my audition on Thursday, fly back to texas and i'm not home an hour it's thursday evening at like 6 p.m and i get a call and i say hey you booked blindside you're leaving sunday and you're going to be gone for three and a half months wow yeah and this is like mid- the weekend the week before easter so how it's like, old are you at this point i'm 12 so now, i'm 12 okay, i'm in sixth grade like middle of the second semester of school and i'm like yeah you're you're done for that year you're, you're leaving so Wow. Was, that that Sunday afternoon, I was on a plane to Atlanta. I was going to say, and there was back to
0: Atlanta yep. to film? as yep. back to that, Atlanta, that's and then I was movie in
2: movie. Atlanta from Easter Sunday is the day I left.
0: Wait,
1: so
2: y'all were never in Tennessee no. at all? No, Wow. All Atlanta, all you're, Atlanta. You're breaking his heart. Uh, yeah, yeah dreams are shattered lives. in there. <laughs> everybody. Are you all right, Zay? <laughs> no, no, it's still a great
1: movie. I'm just saying. I thought they were in Memphis the whole time. Yeah,
2: no, Atlanta. Atlanta's, at, Atlanta's the place to shoot stuff because it's so much cheaper than Los Angeles. And so like the the you can stretch a dollar to make a film a lot better than you can in LA.
1: That makes sense. Now let me ask you this cuz with your dad being a football coach, you mentioned in the Friday Night Lights audition, that clearly gave you an advantage when you went to audition oh, at these yeah. places, especially for these football movies. Oh, this kid knows his stuff.
2: They 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 definitely I I don't I I think I agree with Friday Night Lights, but I know for sure it was for Blindside because they told me that they I remember seeing an interview and John Lee Hancock, the director, said that we had all these kids come in, and they liked football. Oh, yeah, I watch football. Yeah, yeah. And they said, then this kid walks in, and you know, he starts telling us stuff about football we didn't know. Yeah. And so he goes, we knew we, we knew we, this was the right guy for us when he came in. And it was cool, because when I flew to Atlanta to, to do the callback, Quentin, Big Mike, he'd already had the, he had the role. And so I auditioned with him. Okay, and they want. I think that, you know they wanted to see if we could click, if we were you know could get along, and it was perfect. Like we were with how you see us on screen. That was us ten minutes after being introduced. Like that. I think that was just a bonus for both of us. That
0: is awesome. Hey, and y'all are still tight. Oh yeah, no, 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 yeah, oh yeah. I've seen we pictures. Oh yeah, on social media.
2: Oh yeah, no, we 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 still like to tra- you know we we travel and we do stuff together. And he's out. He's out in Nashville. But anytime I can get him to L.A. We'll, you know, we'll always go tear it up in L.A. for a few days if he gets out there, so it's always a good time. I'm I'm glad we've stayed close, and it's pretty weird because, you know, it's how we're talking about age. I'm now—he was—when we shot that, I was 12, and Quentin was 24— now I'm almost 26 and so it's <laughs> you know it's very weird. It's very weird to think about.
0: Crazy how time flies. I know I've heard him interviewed and he talked about the same thing how quickly you guys clicked and that was obviously key for that movie. Uh obviously the other you know big factor in that movie people remember is the Academy Award for uh for Sandra Bullock. What was it like working with uh, with Sandra Bullock at that time cuz
2: some people say that's like for them it it's like her role, it's her best role for all, for a lot of people. She, you know, I'll be honest. Until until Blindside, I'd only ever seen her in Miss Congeniality, and so that's I was like, that's that's who it's that's who it's gonna be, her. Okay, and then meeting her and seeing her work, you understand real quick why they choose her because she is as good as they get. There's a reason she has the Oscar. You know what I mean? It's she she just. You know, you, there's they always say, you know, when they when you get to that, you see those people that do what they do at the highest level. They just elevate better than everybody and they're just on a different level. That's how she is. Like there's actors, there's really good actors, there's the great ones. And then there's people like that because she is ridiculous. She she knows there's a time to play and there's a time to have fun and she can do it as well as anybody else. But once they say, OK, it's time to work, it is we are not messing around here. We are here to get stuff done. And if you mess that up, you will quickly be reminded. But the amount of respect I have for her is immense, and I would take a bullet for that woman because she is the sweetest person in the world, (sighs) literally made me homemade pecan pie because i was feeling homesick like how good like how much better could you really wow. get right yeah Doesn't she have and a little oh my goodness i i i don't know if she made it herself <laughs> i don't care she could have lied to me i don't care i That's, ate all of it, it was i want to say she
1: has a restaurant down i know she used a to yeah. i know
2: she i don't know if she still does or not it might yeah. still be there but i know she used to and did at that time but yeah she asked me she said what's your favorite dessert and i said one well, from texas so pecan pie And the next day, there was a knock on my trailer door, and there's Sandra Bullock sitting there holding the homemade pecan pie. She
0: delivered it personally?
2: Knocked on my door and delivered it personally. (laughs) You
0: go, Sandy Bullock. Right? That is awesome. That's That's amazing.
2: That's the story I always tell people when they ask me how is she. I tell them that story because that tells you everything you need to know.
0: Special guest in the house, the actor Jay Head, has been nice enough to give us some time. He was SJ in The Blind Side. He was in Hancock, Friday Night Lights. We've been talking about all of that. Uh, He's got stuff going on right now. To coaching, acting, because he is a coach's kid, we found out about, Uh, and the family's still hanging out uh, in Goldthwaite, Texas. Shout out to Goldthwaite, Texas, today. Uh, That is why he's in the area. So you're just getting to kind of hang with the family, hanging
2: for Christmas? Coming in, in seeing fam. Uh, You know, I'm out in Los Angeles, so I usually only come home about twice a year, usually once during the summer when it's warm, and then for the holidays, and so... I always take, you know, this is always my favorite time to be with family. All the stress goes away. It's a a good time. Now,
1: now Jay, even though you're in California, you're a true Texan through and through. Earlier, Chad and I, we did a Whataburger top five. where We gave our five favorite items for Whataburger. We're not going to make you do a top five, but if you went to Whataburger right now, what do you have to get?
2: Well, let's see. That's the problem. Or it could be
1: an item that's discontinued.
2: Well, the problem is the time of day because the best thing to do is when you go in the morning, and you get a honey butter chicken biscuit Ooh. with that mmm, man. Okay. See, I like to, if I'm, I mean, that's the best, but I, if, if I can't do that because they're not doing breakfast, I'll go get the honey butter, or honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich, Okay. take the honey barbecue off, put honey butter instead. Stop playing, you don't even know. Oh, you're Stop Jay. playing. Wait, wait, hold Stop. On. Jay Stop. might have just
0: changed the game. Wait, wait. Yeah. Okay, wait a second. Does that mean you are keeping a supply of honey butter around?
2: Oh, I have that stuff shipped to me <laughs> as, like, I'm importing it. What are you talking about? Wow. Yeah. All right. we, uh, Zay, we've been out-water-burgered. Yo, that is what just happened. That yeah. might
1: be the most Texan thing I've ever yeah. heard in my
0: life. Great, I respect that. The
2: great water-burger import is, runs through me in Los Angeles. <laughs>
0: wow. <laughs> so, take the honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich, take off the barbecue sauce, and add the and honey do, butter.
2: H- yeah, replace it with honey butter instead. And You can That's take the, the cheese gun. off. You can take the no, it comes on. Uh, it comes on Texas toast. Okay. Yeah. There you go. That's what you do. Yeah. It's perfect. I'm taking notes, man. Hey, that with the fries and a large coke or a sweet tea, that's all I need right there. Wow. It's perfect.
0: Boy, that's, perfect. Talk about being prepared. Hey, yeah.
2: that's. Hey, I got. I can't even take credit. That's my brother. He taught me that. I can't even take credit. Oh, is that right? Yeah, my my younger brother. He'll. He puts ketchup on everything, and he's weird, but he... he
0: <laughs> but he came up with that. But he thing. came up
2: with that. I don't know if he found it or if he got it from someone else, but I'm going to give him the credit for it from me, from my perspective.
0: Oh, man, that is awesome. All right, so in addition to Sandra Bullock, obviously, in the blind side, you got to interact with some coaches. We're sports radio here, so I wanted to ask you about that part of it. Um, what do what stuck out to you? You're, you're 12 years old. You get this gig. Yeah, Sandra Bullock and all that, but you knew sports, you knew coaches. You were a coach's kid. Tell me about
2: interacting with the coaches. Oh, my gosh. So when I, when, you know, when I shot that movie, like I said, it was in the middle of the second semester. Both my parents are school teachers and coaches, ran a coach. And so they couldn't go out with me, so my grandparents had to. Mm. But that week of shooting, when those coaches were going to be there, my dad was like, I'm leaving. <laughs> I will not be here next week. I will be in Atlanta. And he showed up and hanging out with those coaches. I th- It made me really happy seeing my dad because my dad looked like a kid in a candy shop. He was so thrilled. Uh, you know, Lou Holtz and all them. You know, he talks about writing. He wrote a letter to Lou Holtz in college. And now he's sitting there talking to him, and I thought that was pretty cool. Nice. But uh, I tell you who, you know, I was young. I, didn't, I watched games, but I didn't know. I couldn't tell you who were the better coaches back then. But I could tell you that guy named Nick Saban, when he walked in, that guy was different. That guy walked in like... He, there's a reason that standard and that level that they expect from everybody. He he sets it when he walks in the room, not even as a coach, just as a person. And uh he was the coolest guy ever. He I sat there and talked to him and he was there. It was funny. I think he was shocked how long shoot, it takes to shoot a movie in a day or how you know. Yeah. I think he thought it was going to be something I'll just show up a couple of hours and then go do what I got to do and then leave. And it was an all-day thing and I think he was pretty exhausted by the end of the day and he was he was like, "Yeah, you guys are he just kind of realized, like, this is, this is not a walk in the park to do this kind of stuff. But he was so nice, and he actually sent me in my trailer. After he was done, there was a box that was in my room addressed to me, and I had no idea what it was, and I opened it, and it was from him. And it was an entire care package of just Alabama shirts, footballs. He hand-wrote he hand a letter to me, and it was funny because in the letter it said, you know, if you ever—he had his office number. It said, if you ever need anything, you ever want to come catch a game, you, you have my number, give me a call. And this is the summer of 2009. It's the year that that next season they go and beat Colt McCoy in the national championship. Uh-huh. It's that following season. And me and my dad were sitting there in Goldweight watching that game, going, "We probably should have cashed in on that <laughs> offer for this one."
0: I should have probably should have said yes. Probably, probably should have called
2: in on that on that uh-huh. uh, on that yeah offer that he made, but we didn't. And I still you know I still have a, I still have the shirts and all the stuff. But he's just a great guy. But getting to meet all those guys is awesome. That is cool.
1: Now, let's talk about Tim McGraw a little bit, because I think, you know, you saw the Friday Night Lights, the movie, and he did a good job on that, but I I thought he really showed his acting chops on Blindside. Yes, 1883 is a terrific show, too. We know you work with Yellowstone. We'll get to that. But what was it like working with him? Did he bring his guitar on set? Was he playing music throughout, you know, when y'all had time off and stuff? How, How was that like?
2: Oh, man, Tim is, when I tell you I didn't want to be a cowboy more in my life than when Tim McGraw walked in. set and yeah he he brings his guitar with him and anytime we're sitting there and having downtime, he's sitting in his chair strumming the whole time and it's the coolest thing in the world because it's so it's just like he's sitting there practicing like he would that if if he was at his house you know and we're all sitting there just getting a free tim mcgraw concert every every other hour and it's pretty cool and he just again he's one of those people that just when he walks in you can't help but want to be around him
0: now when Tim McGraw is in those situations, are you getting Tim McGraw tunes or is he busting out like random oh, no, billy it's Joel tunes it's every
2: it's everything yeah. it's everything a lot of a lot of his stuff but he, he'll he'll send you any he'll sing you anything you want yeah uh, i think uh, there were definitely quite a few times the makeup ladies were were definitely they were tranced they were in a trance for sure <laughs> they, they,
0: were, they were spending extra time yeah they they were, they were yeah, yeah they were making butt.
2: sure he uh, they were making sure he was well taken care of. <laughs>
0: I think we got it. I think we got it done thirty minutes ago. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah.
2: So, but uh, no, he's just—he's a great guy. And again, like you said, his 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 acting—he's he's a very talented person. I, you know, to, yeah. To anybody that thinks he's just a singer—he's—he's—he is an actor, and he's very good at it. And I think he's, uh, expect like in Friday Night Lights, but yeah, in eighteen eighty-three, he's phenomenal.
0: Yeah. But, now, yeah. We we mentioned her yesterday. I don't I don't recall you having a lot of scenes with her, but were you, did you get to interact with Kathy Bates at all? Cuz that's obviously another heavyweight actor that's in that movie and you're 12 years old. Did you take anything from from Kathy?
2: So, yeah, you know, Kathy she wasn't around a whole lot. She was only there a few weeks yeah. um, and we didn't have many scenes together, but she was one of those like she, she so prepared and just so ready to like she's one of the one of the most I want to say like flexible people when it comes to acting because any way that we wanted to pivot it any way we needed to turn it to go she was she was way ahead of you and had it already thought out like it was ridiculous anything any way they wanted to okay let's take the scene and do it more like you're kind of on him now you're not really you know caring for him you're kind of on him you're trying to you know get him to snap out of it Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) she would do it and then Let's switch it, and let's do it where you're really, like, you're almost like his mom. Like, you're coddling. Okay, okay. Perfect. Perfect. Every time. Like, yeah, I'm ready. We should just go. Let's just go. Let's just go. And so I I learned really quick, like, you got to be able to, you know, spit that out quick and get that stuff out quick, because she, anything you threw at her, she was ready for it. It didn't matter.
0: It had to be a good double lesson.
2: Bullock. Bullock's
0: performance and Kathy Bates. Oh, man. Doesn't get much better than that. Unreal. No. All right, we're talking with Jay Head. Um, tell us a little bit about. We'll, we'll mention. I, I do want to talk about the the Yellowstone thing, but real quick, I, I want to make sure we don't forget here. J- if they go to jhead.com, dot com, you got uh, things going on. You've done public speaking. You got this foundation going on. Talk about some of the kind of the other stuff that you have going on alongside acting, but but also other than
2: acting. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I you know, coming from a coach, I've always I always heard the, the you know the pregame speeches and the halftime speeches and the. You know all those and the you know all the different stories and analogies growing up and I think just growing up around it that close to it it just it's in my DNA and I always love you know you know even when I was younger I would I love helping giving advice and helping and saying hey look you know this is the situation but this is kind of how it goes and this is how you got to fix it and even if it's not a pretty answer and it's not the one you want it's probably the one you need I love doing that and I just a few years ago I started doing you know, not very good quality minute long videos on Instagram and, you know, just like a quick little, Hey, you know, here's a quote or a story to kind of get you through the week and really didn't even have any reason why I was doing it just because it was, I just wanted to do it. And people started having really good positive feedback from it. People would, you know, DM me and say, Hey man, this is like, I'm going through something and this is exactly what I needed to get out of it or get through it. And it's, it makes you feel so good because you know again I don't know if anybody care you know listens to the words or thinks they're even worth anything but when somebody tells you hey man I was going through something and this is gonna help me get through it that makes you feel really good as a person and so that is a very contagious I mean a very addictive feeling and so I love doing it and so that's why I've still slowly started kind of thinking you know what if I started actually speaking instead of you know just doing videos on Instagram what about speaking to people in you know in person in front of them and so kind of started to look and how I needed to do that and really started getting into that and I'm I'm speaking a lot and going around and I get to travel to do it which you know so it's 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 a win-win for me it really is and uh you know my foundation came about because I you know I come from Goldthwait there's not anybody that's been there's there's not much there (laughs) and uh you know that I feel like you know I'm not taking a shot but I feel like the ceiling is not very high for success out there it's just you know it's a small town in Texas that's just how they are you know and I come from my parents are two nobodies. I'm a nobody and I'm out in Atlanta and L.A. working with Sandra Bullock and Will Smith. There's nothing that, you know, I, there's no cheat code. There's no nothing. I, you know, I'm very blessed and I've had some really good things happen. But if I can get through it and I can do those kind of things, there's no reason why anybody else can't. So, hey Amen. I like you know, that. And so that's my whole thing is I want to help kids, you know, those that are coming out and, you know, those kids coming out of school. And it's like, here's your expectation of your life. And this is kind of what we expect you to do you know my my thing is simply like you know I want to help those kids you know if you want to be an artist go you know help those kids be an artist if they want to be a lawyer help figure out how we can help them be able, you know get them you know the training or get them to under you know meet somebody that could potentially maybe give them a job one day something like that you know just really try to help help break that ceiling for those small towns you know especially for those small town kids
0: yeah it's very cool
1: How is it looking at Hollywood at this point in your life because you have such a unique experience seeing it from as a child now you know it's changed throughout what kind of changes have you seen in Hollywood within yourself and just in the game in general
2: oh man it's a it's a a completely different ball game than it was when I first started because you know you got to remember I got first started in 2006 2007 and you know, that was, you, st- you printed out a resume, you, print- you went and got headshots done, you printed out your headshots, you stapled them together, huh. and then you walked into the audition room, you walk into a room of guys that look, you know, six, ten, six to ten guys that look exactly like you, you know, and they had the idea to wear the cool hat too, you know, and then <laughs> you go in and do the audition and, you know, you don't know if you really did good or not, and then you walk out and you go home and then you go to the next one. Now it's all online. You know, before the pandemic, a lot of it was online. Now it's completely online. Um, you know, self tapes are the new normal. There's not really much, many auditions in person anymore. Mm. And, uh, which is very different because, you know, for me, I, you know, I was, my personality is my, my I felt it was my greatest charm and was my greatest asset. And so, you, but your personality, I don't feel like comes through as well when you're watching it on a screen versus when the, somebody walks into a room. You know, when somebody with an, an, you know, energetic energy comes in and bounces off the walls, you can feel that energy all around the room, but you can't really get that through a screen so that's a that's a big way it's changed and you know technology as far as you know everybody has a camera now you know and everybody's on everybody's on social media and you know you can make a video from your bathroom and it blow up and get seven million views and now you're figuring something out and you right. got people calling you <laughs> right you know what i mean like it's it's such a different world it was like back then if you wanted to be an actor you had to be in la or new york now you can pretty much be anywhere you want and i think that's it's really good because it gives people that don't maybe can't afford to get out to LA and you know get an apartment that's two thousand dollars and you're the only one there and it's a bathroom that you share with seven people you know and you know so it helps a lot of people that maybe didn't have the ability to do that still get their content out and I think it's really good. Um, it's just a lot of stuff going out and around, but it's definitely changed.
0: All right, uh, before we let you go, we appreciate your time today. Uh, just kind of along those lines, for people that are listening right now, maybe they think their kid could be an actor. Maybe they are that young, younger kid. What's the piece of advice you give them now that you're in your 20s and you kind of come out the other side of in in being a child actor? What do you tell them?
2: I would say the biggest lesson that I think would have been a great, if I could go back and tell me is, and I was I was literally just talking to somebody the other day about this, is don't ever apologize and don't ever – feel ashamed for being who you are because you don't want to be anybody else because everybody else is taken. And, you know, so many people, especially when you're young and you're trying to fit in, you want to be that kid that's cool and popular at school. Man, when you get once you get older, you realize that the coolest guy at the table is the guy that's sitting over there by himself that doesn't care if anybody comes and sits with him. <laughs> you know what I mean? At the end of the day, that person that is comfortable with them, if you're weird and you're you like video games and you do weird stuff, do it. Do it really good because you're going to be loved a lot more for doing the things, even if they're weird, the things that you do. You're going to be liked a lot more than doing the things that everybody else does.
0: Yeah, that's great stuff from actor Jay Head. More from Jay coming up, including his story about the Yellowstone set and Kevin Costner. Plus, more of the guys that made the all flex team, if you missed it, on the horn. This segment is brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. A little bit more with the actor Jay Head coming up, but first, the rest of the All-Flex team. We told you the quarterback is Braden Buchanan of Vandegrift. Let's talk about the rest of it, including running backs. All-Flex running backs, it came down to two. These names just kept coming back around and coming back around. There's so much good talent at running back in the area, but in the end, it's Cedric Alexander from LBJ and Quentin Joyner from Maynard. Best of luck to those two young men.
1: Yeah, Lincoln Riley's definitely got a good one, and Quentin Joiner next year will be going to USC, and I know Bucky Gabo. he wanted Steve Sarkeesian and that crew to wait outside his crib to see if they can get him, but I'm pretty sure Sark and them are good with Trey Wisner out of the Soto, and Cedric Baxter, the five-star of Florida coming in, but yeah, Cedric Alexander also unbelievable season, AISD record, huh? Breaker going to Vanderbilt. Well, he'll be alongside another All-Flex team guy, defensive player, Jalen Gilbert out of Round Rock, who just committed to Vanderbilt this week. So I think it's really cool to have two guys out of this area going to the same school.
0: All-Flex receivers, Jaden Greathouse of Westlake, Ed Small of Anderson, and Drayden Dickman of Georgetown. Congrats to those receivers emailing back and forth with Drayden Dickman's father. And he said they've been working on kick. Returns and route trees since he was three. Excuse me? Three years old. That's, That's what I'm talking about. That's how long. And I, how do you get a three year old interested in a route tree? But apparently that's how long they've been working on it. So that's awesome.
1: Hey, it clearly paid off because he had an unbelievable season. Jaden Greyhouse, we know how good he is. Hopefully the horns can maybe flip him from Notre Dame. The clock's still ticking there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he'll be with Marcus Freeman next year it looks like. And then Ed Small, the sophomore who's a Texas baseball commit, another guy. Here. As a sophomore, he looks like a grown-ass man. I remember seeing him at Waterloo one of for one of the flex uh, – uh, Uh, little setups that we had, and I was like, yo, this dude, he looks like a damn college student already. And they are like, he's just a sophomore. So, yeah, unbelievable season that he had, too, for the Trojans. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, big-time wide receivers we got in this area.
0: On the offensive line, all-flex team center, Jackson Harrison, that Liberty Hill crew running the ball all over the place. Jackson Harrison, the center, joined by his teammate, Hudson Stilwell, uh, on the offensive line, Jaden Chatman of Harker Heights. Ian Reed of Vandegrift and Tyler Knapp of Westlake.
1: Yeah, Dabo Sweeney, he was in San Antonio this past weekend checking out Ian Reed, Clemson commit. And I know he liked what he saw, especially with that upset uh, against Katie and Vandegrift.
0: They have one of the best offensive lines. I'm in the state, the uh, the specialists uh, for the All Flex team were announced. Long snapper Jake Helms of Westlake. This was about as close a competition as we had because these guys are going to camps now for long snapping and getting rated certain ways. And these we had a lot of highly rated guys to look at. Jake Helms of Westlake ended up taking that one. Our All Flex team returners: uh, Cameron Cook of Stony Point. Uh, not a bad running back as well. And then Leonard Moore, not a bad cornerback as well. Uh, Wish we could have gotten those guys into multiple lists, but they end up as the all-flex team returners. We wanted to make sure that they ended up on that all-flex team somewhere. Leonard Moore and Cameron Cook doing so many different things for their teams
1: yeah absolutely I think Leonard Moore is part of one of the best defenses in the area Round Rock Dragons definitely one of the best secondaries in the area him and Jalen Gilbert it was tough to throw on the Dragons this year and Cameron Cook Sonny Dykes I know he can't wait to have this guy he's going to be able to put him all over the field we know how Sonny Dykes likes to use like Tay Barber and guys
0: like that and I think he fits in we did not forget about the kickers and punters Owen oh, Norrell of Westwood is the all-flex punter, the all-flex kicker. Patrick Helen out of uh, Butte Johnson, ends up as the kicker. And then it all started yesterday morning with the defensive side of the ball. Jalen Gilbert ends up as an all-flex team defensive back. Peyton Morgan of Weiss, Alex Foster, the tackling machine out of Vandegrift, and Justin Strong of Elgin. He does everything for them. Offense, defense, special teams, whatever you you need uh, Justin Strong, a hell of a talent.
1: First team, all offense in their district, defensive MVP. He's a special player. You know, Peyton Morgan, like I said yesterday, he made life tough for Texas commit Jonte Cook in their first round game against the DeSoto, even though they couldn't pull off the dub. He's a hell of a player. Jalen Gilbert, the Vanderbilt commit, is going to be there with Cedric Alexander, five interceptions, three touchdowns this year. I know he told Rod Babers, uh, you know, what, one way he wanted to improve his game this year when he got interceptions doing something when he got interceptions Mm -hmm. taking it to the house and you saw with those three touchdowns he did that and then you can't forget Alex Foster who's going to be playing for a state title this Saturday 182 tackles and then some he might end up with 200 who knows Who knows? Uh, If he has a crazy day, he might end up with 200, had five sacks, the juniors
0: coming back next year. Yeah, 132 solos for Alex Foster. I'm going to keep saying that because I I just – as far as the linebackers go on the All-Flex team, Brody Bueno of Hutto, Ivy Webb of Anderson, and Reed Vines of Cedar Park end up as our three linebackers. We talked about them yesterday, uh, including Ivy Webb and 103 solo tackles. 13.8 tackles a game for Bueno, Uh, Reed Vines putting up 88 solos. And we will finish where it started on the defensive line. The Texas flip, Colton Vosick of Westlake. He'll be at uh, he'll be at the Forty Acres. Damian Wimberly of Vandegrift, who is committed to SMU right now. Prince Will human meelin of Manor, who's got interest from all kinds of big time schools, including Florida, where his brother is uh, hanging out right now with the Gators. And Caleb Dickey of Crockett ended up as an all flex. Uh, winner on the defensive line. We talked about Caleb's numbers. They were really tough to ignore. 37 TFLs, 19 sacks, 69 solo tackles as a sophomore defensive lineman. That kid was doing everything out there. So a tough discussion at times trying to figure out what you focus on, what you don't. Um, so many great defensive front guys. Hey, shout out to um, that Lake Travis crew, Willis and Jacob Henry. Both those guys were finalists. They ended up not ultimately making the final list, but those are, uh, those are two studs. I cannot wait. To see what Jacob Henry's senior season looks like.
1: Yeah, he was another one of those guys. It's unfortunate he didn't get to play in their last few games because mm-hmm. he was injured too. But I know Caleb Dickey's pops. He hit us up on Twitter. He's a proud dad. Cool. But what he also said on Twitter: "Got to get back to work." He's just <laughs> a sophomore, and hey, this is this is only the beginning. You got two more years left pops is like we could do more you could get better you could always Uh get better if you have that mentality then hey that's a key to success right there
0: all right before we close the hour one more story from jay head about his time on yellowstone real quick any comments for the yellowstone fans out there what do you remember about
2: it yellowstone i'll say kevin costner is the most intimidating human being i've ever (laughs) met in my life even though he's super nice and but i'm gonna tell you I've never, in all my, the Sandra Bullocks, the Will Smiths, they didn't pull up with their own motorcade. Kevin Costner did. He showed up, I'll never forget, we were shooting on a back, on the middle of nowhere in Utah. And it's the middle of the day, and I'd been there since 7 a.m., we're exhausted. And Costner didn't have any scenes yet until later in the day, and then all of a sudden... I look and there's four black Escalades going down this dirt road, and I'm like, "What? I thought we were all going to jail. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> I thought it was like Marvel coming for us or something." And uh, they, uh, yeah, they, they pull up, and all all the doors open at the same time, and it's like all his like his hair people, his his you know his money people, because he, he's got people for anything you can imagine. He's just he's that guy. He's so busy. Yeah. But he's he's focused. He he doesn't care about like they said. He doesn't even know his own pin number. They're like he's he's locked in he doesn't wow. care about anything if it's not about his work he doesn't care about it and it's just and it shows and when he shows up with four cars in a row and 20 people that work for him you you get it but he he walked right up and said hey how you doing and I, I'm, I'm good i'm good i'm good i'm doing great i'm sitting there shivering i'm I'm doing great sir I'm, I'm fine and uh no he was great and that was a, i was only there shooting a few days but it was it was a really great experience and man i would I would love to have that presence on a set when you show up one day. just oh, the, how the, you know that's it's a, great I,
1: I'm like you, man. All the movies I've seen Kevin Costner in all I could see is John Dutton. oh
2: yeah, that's, that's how the I mean, only he's,
1: person I see right now that's I guess, how, that's for how sort of he the is? moment
2: yeah that's he, he's he, I think he's I think he's maybe not as harsh as John Dutton he's yeah. you know because he at least walked up and I was you know had my shirt was all messed up because you know spoilers but it doesn't end well for me Uh i'll just say that but uh my shirt had already looked like that you know we had seen that and he walks up and goes oh looks like you've had a rough day (laughs) (laughs) so he's he's nice he didn't even know, know he's a nice guy but yeah man he's i definitely you know had had a thing in my throat when he walked up i was a little nervous like i didn't know if he was gonna pop off and get us or what i didn't know he definitely has that presence when he shows up it's crazy
0: that's impressive stuff. Well, man, we really appreciate the time. Enjoy the holidays with your family in Goldthwaite. Best you. of luck with everything. It's J J A E Head.com for all the info on public speaking. If you're interested in that, uh the, the acting coaching, all that type of stuff. Uh, we wish you all the best, man. It was appreciate a pleasure it, to bro. meet Thank you. you, Jay. Hey, this,
2: this was a blast, man. I had so much fun doing this. This is great.
0: Awesome. We'll have him we'll have him on another time. We'll just have you talk football.
2: Hey, I'll be here Break all day. It down. I'll be here. Yeah, your, I got you. You bring your dad and we'll talk coaching. We'll do it. Hey, yeah. we'll do it. There I mean, you go man
1: now every time I get a chicken strip sandwich at Whataburger, hey. I'm calling it the J-Head hey.
2: Whataburger sandwich. I'm telling you, bro, just take that barbecue sauce off, put the butter on there, forget about it.
0: That's <laughs> about as Texan as anything I've ever heard in my life. Thank you so much, man. So cool to talk to the actor Jay Head. All right, before we get back to some longhorn discussion, let me tell you about underdog fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy football. I've told you about it for a while now. These pick 'em games, so easy to put together. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for your chance to win big. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game. Pick between two and five players to build a pick 'em entry. You get them all right and you win. Be sure to check out the rivals pick that might be a better option for you pit two players against each other with yards or kicks made or something like that also look at the pick insurance option which increases your chance to win because you're only going to need two out of three or three out of four or so on so easy to do you get it right there on your phone like i do so cool sign up today with the promo code horn get your first deposit doubled up To $100. Visit UnderdogFantasy.com or find them in the App Store and don't forget to register with my promo code HORN to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Must be 18 or over and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1 800 522 4700 or visit www.ncpgambling.org. It's the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. It's Underdog Fantasy. All right, coming up, we'll get back to the Longhorn discussion. Chip Brown of Horns247.com coming up, and you know we're going to ask him about the latest on the Texas men's basketball situation on the Horn.